What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Oh, we got another fine show for you again this week. We drink and review some delicious beers. Uh, we have a couple news stories for you. And we also have a cold brew list, kind of like last week. It's about rap, but it, this time it's a solo artist. Top 10 solo artists as listed by Rolling Stone. I almost forgot for a second. And this time uh, I wasn't as prepared. Um, we kind of just did it off the fly. And I wish I had uh, listening to it back, you know, doing the editing. I kind of wish I could, we could rerun it. But oh, well, it is what it is. And uh, let us know what you think uh, either on Instagram or I would say on tap. But um, I got to get the, get on that threads. Maybe maybe I'll be more inclined to use threads uh, now that it's linked up to our Instagram account anyway. So, uh, yeah, we'll get on there, and there's, what, like 10 million, 15 million people on there now? There's quite a few, probably some beer heads on there, so let's go check it out, since I don't use my Twitter account, or our Twitter, the show Twitter account, um, very often, if at all. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get on the threads, and it'll be Cold Brew Podcast, just like everything else. All right, so without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sosa Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, beer. How you doing this week, man? I'm doing well. Yeah. How was your week back to work after having just you know one day off? Well, um, let's see. So yeah, it was weird because like Monday, I um, Monday I worked. Yeah. And uh yeah, then the holiday then going back. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um for me I don't get too too technical on it, but like every other week I have meetings. So uh, on throughout the week. Yeah. So it was a meeting week in general too. So that that just those really zap my days. Oh, okay, yeah. And so did, did you miss like a, a non-meeting day because Tuesday was off or you, you were off on Tuesday? Um, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We, we do have meetings on Tuesday. So those were just scrapped. Oh, OK. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll catch it on the we'll catch it on the flip. <laughs> OK. Um, yeah. So on Monday, you know, we went to work. I work nights and we have to close the shop uh, on Fridays. But since nobody's going to be there on Tuesday, so we had two shop closes on uh, this week. So it was kind of weird that way. At least on Monday when we closed the shop, it was just like, hey, let's make sure everything's locked and everything's, you know, ship shape. Um, but, on, you know, because on Fridays we do the the uh, the shop cleanup. So this at least we didn't have to do that. But it was kind of weird. But like I said last show, like it's not the first time we've ever done this and it's not going to be the last time. When it's midweek, it's kind of lame. But it is what it is, and then every every four or five years, it goes to the Monday and the Friday, and we get the three days weekend. So it's it's right. It's the start of the the lame part of the uh, of these of the cycle. But anyway, all right. Enough about days off. Um, you ready to talk about beer? 
Yes, I am. All right. So today I have in front of me from our good friends in... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't read this right away. Phoenix, Arizona. <coughs> uh, from Lake, Pre- Ple- Lake Present. No, Lake Pleasant Brewing Company. I have their Hopsy Wopsy Double Hazy IPA. Not a fan of the name. Hopefully, I'll be a bigger fan of the beer than I am of the name. It's kind of lame. But um, but to be honest, there's a lot of uh, beer names out there. You have to kind of differentiate yourself. Uh, it's a like it's like I said, it's a double hazy IPA. It's a uh, 8.2% ABV beer, and it's uh, it's got pale ma- pale malt and oats, of course, and generously double dry hopped with Nelson citra and amarillo and so without further ado pop off what do you got real quick with your with your uh with your beer i'm kind of like thinking about how you know sometimes you'll buy a beer because of the name mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll buy you won't buy a beer because of the name i'm, I'm glad you uh <laughs> you decided not to judge the book by the cover in this case because uh again yeah i mean a sale could be lost because the name's a little cheese, right? Yeah, but at the same time, it also reminds you of those those children books, the uh, the Peter Cottontail one with the Flopsy Mopsy or whatever. I, I forgot the name of the, the the rabbit in the in that book, but I remember that was one of them. It's better better me better not be caught in Farmer McGregor's lawn, though. That's all I know, or his farm, or his ranch, or his garden, whatever. What do you got? All right, I have from our friends. And our dear friends that I haven't mentioned in a long time at Ultimat Beer Works. Oh, they thought you were like forgetting about them. Pretty much. But I saw something new caught my eye. Mm-hmm. They're Beach Snack. Oh, all right. And this is a rice lager. Oh, okay. So, all you gluten free MFs, here you go. <laughs> um, so the beach snack rice lager, beach snack rice lager, the perfect chilled snack for those righteous beach days featuring classic flaws of puff jasmine rice, clean mm. and crispy with a refreshingly dry finish. And um, this one too, I like the logo art. It's like a skull with two palm trees through the mouth and ice. Oh, okay. Like so what? any further ado, pop pop. What was it called again? Beach snack. Oh, beach snack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when you go to the and beach, if, uh, what, what kind oh, of snacks wait, do you take when you go to the beach? Oh, geez. Yeah, like honestly, like I'll take the, like a like a sandwich. We'll do like a picnic style stuff. I don't I don't know about like a snack snack. Oh, okay. So you actually take like a sandwich or something that. Okay. Some chips, sandwich, soda, you know, just stuff like that. So you won't take like a, a rice cake with peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> if I had rice cakes, possibly. I do like rice cakes. Do you like rice cakes? Mm, I'm on the fence. Oh, okay, it depends. What, <laughs> depends what toppings are around. <laughs> yeah, like just straight by itself. No, I think those flavored ones are cheating. So yeah, mm. yeah, like a, a peanut butter on a rice snack. Not, I am. Uh, I'm very content with something like that. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, all right, so uh, going to my beer, this Hopsy Wopsy, really good, man. This one is exact. Uh, I do like uh, like Pleasant. It's been a while since I've been to the actual brewery, but uh, this one's really good. Um, it's got a lot of uh, from what I gather from it, from from my own perspective, it is uh, it's soft. It's soft and cloudy, fluffy, whatever you want to call it. It's hazy. It's a hazy IPA. Um, it's got a light um, yellowish orange tint to it. Um, and it's got a little bit of, I guess uh, it, it ends a little bit dry. So it's fluffy in the front and dry in the back. So it's it's good. I, I like it. I, I think I'm going to give it a good rating later on when we do our uh, untapped portion of the show. How do you like your beach snacks? Um, uh, This one's another... Uh Another nice hot day drinker, man. Um, very, very smooth, very crisp, very light. Um, it, it's crisp enough and enough flavor to say it's not watered down. Mm-hmm. Still not the like the most overpowering beer, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but we, we knew that coming in. You know, I mean, uh, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, big beer is made with rice. Um, right. I'm not saying it tastes like that. However, it's a uh, it's a filler. It's the cooler cousin of the family. You know I mean? <laughs> They've been doing it for years. Yes. Very nice. All right, we will. We like I mentioned before, we will rate these b- beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time. For the beer news. All right, I got three stories for us. This beer news segment. First one comes to us from the street. Here's the headline. Fratty, in quotes, fratty. Bud Light drinkers say trans influencer is not the issue. While the Dylan Mulvaney controversy is part of it, that's not why some Bud Light customers say they dropped the brand. Now, you and I, we've talked about it before. We, You and I can't drop the brand because we never really picked up the brand. Maybe in our younger days, we, we drank more of it. But recently, when was the last time you drank a Bud Light? Honestly. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's been a while. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that, it has to say, uh, as, as yeah. cheesy as it sounds, I want to say um, when the Super Bowl was at Levi Stadium, wow. we went to a few beer events and, and the dominant one was Bud Light. Damn, that was a long or, time ago, yeah. man. Yeah, so what are we on? Super Bowl 56 now or 58? Yeah, so it's been, yeah, it's been between five to eight years for you. For me, it's been maybe like three to four years. And you know what, dude? I don't even think they technically served, but like, I think we got like a couple of free cans just for being there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like thanks for coming. Oh, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think I still have one—the uh, collector's can with the, uh, the like the aluminum bottle style with the with the logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't—it wasn't, wasn't even a traditional twelve ounce can. It was actually a sixteen. Oh, okay. All right, like a cr- commemorative can. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, so it's easy to paint everyone who decided to boycott Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch products as homophobic. Many clearly are an assessment I base on the hateful words in the many emails that I receive each time I write this developing news story. Those emails are use slurs and hate speech. I have to say, I meaning uh, Daniel Klein from the street. Not, not me. Say, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. many, uh, many of the emails and messages I have received and some public comments on uh, Heiner Shed made on social media cite her as being dismissive of the company's core users. Her meaning... Uh, um, Shoot, what? Uh, forgot her name. Uh, Mulvaney. Uh, is it? I, I want to say for some reason. For some reason, I want to say uh, Dermot Mc, Dermot McRooney, the uh, the actor. Anyway, uh, we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand fratty, kind of out of touch humor, and it was really important that we had another approach. She said, um, the executive. The first woman to lead the popular brand said it was a, quote, super clear, unquote, that she had a mandate to evolve and evaluate this incredible, iconic brand. That meant, in her words, incorporating inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Um, so the, the, you know, the whole Bud Light fallout, I'm, I'm calling it a fallout now because they, um, went, went ahead with this marketing campaign to give, uh, Mulvaney a six pack with her face on it and to be able to promote on her channel. And it got back to the mainstream as they were putting her face on, like a uh, production of the cans. And then there was a fallout and they fell 30%, almost 30% in the year over year. And that's not really the reason why people are staying away from it on both sides. The, what this article is saying is the reasons people are staying away from Bud, Bud Light is because of the reaction to the, their decision to um, include, to be inclusive. Because, you know, the, the far wing, the far right wing conservatives are like, you know, fuck this brand because they are including uh, trans women. And the LBGTQ community is, a, is saying, fuck this brand because they backpedaled and are playing. The, they're playing the fence. You know, if you shit your bed, you have to either make it or clean you know. Uh, let me put this. Uh, actually, that, that's not a good analogy. If you plant your your flag in the ground, you have to be able to back it up. You you can't you know you can't unplant a flag stand, that you planted. Yeah, stand yeah stand the ground you uh, claim. Right, exactly. Stand the ground you claim, and they didn't do that. And you and I talked about it before on this show, and you and I see you. At least I've seen it. Corporations, uh, they market to the left, but they vote to the right, or they lobby to the right. And that should have been that should have been it. They should have marketed to the left, 
and lobby to the right. And they try to go to both sides. And that's why, and you've and I talked about it before. That, that that's why they're they're losing this 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 battle. And I've said it before, I think they can come back from it because they're a global brand, not a national brand. But at this point, how do you see? Do you, do you see is Bud Light ever going to be number one again? Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just, I just think over time. Okay. I just think over time it'll it'll balance out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talked about it how like Modelo is the number one brand now. Yeah. Well, Modelo didn't like just directly get the uh bud light sales it right just, the bud light sales fell and, and modelo was still high was high enough to do that mm-hmm. however um i think bud light's biggest uh uh i guess um what do i want to say competition no 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 not competition their, their biggest uh what they got going for them is that yet they're big enough to uh, to ba- basically be cheap, affordable. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, they get low, and they've been offering uh, discounts or rebates in the last uh, in the last few months, <laughs> just to just I mean to get rid of volume. Right, and yeah, they've been um, and they've been kind of uh, subsidizing their their. Um, their whole, their what, their, their Distribution. distributors. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good, yeah, good point. So, so with that said, there, there, there's got to be a point where instead of giving the distributors the money, they just drop the price and give consumers the price break. That you're right, and they'll, they'll re- regain their lead as Around the yeah. the the leader by volume. Maybe not by by sales, but by volume. Right, and then you could say that. You know, although a lot of people don't realize it, and you know, that's another thing too, is like, you know, a lot of, you know, and again, not calling anyone out, but a lot of, uh, a lot of conservative pro-American people really don't realize that it's not an American brand anymore. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You're right. so, so with that said, just, uh, it, it used to be generational. It's like, you know, I, I drink Bud Light because, you know, growing up, my dad drank Bud, drank Bud Light. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, is, is that chain going to be broken? You know? It could be. It could very well be. Get mended eventually. Where, like, you know, overall, the guy will be like, you know what? I mean, this we my family's been doing this for years. Screw it. You know? Bud Light, you know, back in the cart, <laughs> checking out. You know? Eventually. Eventually, it might be, yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. The, the, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The, the, those are my small little points or arguments on how that name still is good enough to to bounce back. Yeah, or you know, a small market of that is, you know, my mom or dad um, prohibited this beer from our house because of their their views. Like, why? Like, let me try it. Ooh, I like this beer. This is be my beer. It's like almost like the the rebellious teen drinking Bud Light because their parents don't like it. Mm. Even though teenagers should not drink beer because it's against the law in this country. Yes. All right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> it's another Bud Light story, but this one's a uh, this one's different, different slant. This comes to us from the Daily Mail, from uh, Paul Farrell. His headline is 
Louisiana man casually walks out of store with cases of Bud Light. A new video shows a brazen thief leaving a store in Louisiana without paying for his three cases of Bud Light. Not just one. So he's got like the, he's got the the twelve pack cases. You know, he's carrying them with his hands, and then he has one under his left arm, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, you know, this is my beer. I'm out of here." Earlier this week, it emerged that Bud Light was selling for less than cases of water in some parts of the country. So yeah, this uh, person in Baton Rouge, he's just uh, he's stealing Bud Light because I guess uh, Louisiana is a red state, and who's gonna stop him from stealing cases of Bud Light? I think that's his. I, I'm guessing that's what his main frame mind frame was. Oh yeah. Yeah, so um, to be honest, he kind of looks like Beetlejuice. Not not the uh, Michael Keaton Beetlejuice, but the Howard Stern Beetlejuice. More Packer. <laughs> right. All right, one more story. Then we're out of here <clears throat> from the beer news. And this comes to us from Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I almost said Arizona, California, like Arizona was a city in California. Here is the headline from Axios Phoenix. Uh, this Arizona brewery is celebrating monsoon season with cheap beer. Now, as everyone here in Arizona knows, the monsoon season, monsoon means season, by the way. So it's kind of a redundant term to say monsoon season. So the monsoon is between June 15th and September 15th. And it marks the beginning of the summer storm season. That's what the, it, that's more accurate. The summer storm season. So monsoon is the season, and the storm is the event during the season. Uh, but anyway, going on to the story, monsoon season is technically here, though we're still waiting on a taste of that sweet, sweet desert rain. Um, when the precipitation does arrive, PHX Beer Company will charge only one dollar. For your first pint of its monsoon IPA. The offer is available at its Phoenix Tap House and Scottsdale restaurant anytime Sky Harbor records a measurable rainfall from now through September. So of note, tr- the Tropical Monsoon IPA won two gold medals at the 2022 Arizona Craft Beer Awards. Uh, it has a 7.7% ABV and a 70 IBU rating. The Monsoon IPA from PHX Beer Company, and anytime the anytime it rains, you'll get one dollar pint at the Tap House and the Scottsdale resident or Scottsdale restaurant. That's kind of cool. All right, that's all I have for this week's beer news. You know what that means? So this means that guy's name was Gorilla Season. <laughs> it might have been. It may have been. That's like the one of the co-founders. It kind of makes more sense. <laughs> They're hanging from the Raptors. Yes. Oh, what a maneuver. That, that, that was my favorite. The, what a maneuver. He had no idea it was called a Hurricane Rana or a, <laughs> or a Tornado DDT. He just said, what a maneuver. <laughs> Terrible. All right. You know what that means? Now that I'm done with the beer news? Like I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew. It's time 
for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. Well, uh, for those of you that are faithful listeners, um, last week's story about the 50 greatest rap groups, according to Billboard, mm-hmm. uh, garnered no uproar or controversy. <laughs> right. So, but to get out ahead of any possible uproar or controversy, um, I wanted to share this year's Billboard's top 50 rappers of all time. Although I'm not going to do all of them, but this is um, this is this year's version of this list. This it, it happened a while ago. It happened back in February, but it okay. is the 2023. Uh, um, I'll just do top 10 because okay. there's not a lot to uh, to argue here. But at the same time, you got to realize. This is Billboard too, so this is about sales. Yeah, sales and record and, and record plays. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So number ten, Nicki Minaj. Hmm. The uh, right wing controversialist. Have you heard her latest her latest gem where she calls herself MAGA? No, actually, I didn't. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but I heard uh, her 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 cousin uh, with the testicle the problem after the vax uh, was a hoax. Yeah, well, right now her her biggest song is that that Barbie song she does with Ice Spice. But the other one is with Lil Uzi Vert, uh, "Endless Fashion," where yeah, she says, uh, "What's her, what's her line in there? Hold on, I'm looking it up right now." Um, made my ass great again, MAGA. Uh, I. Her first, her very first lyric in that song, Endless Love, is, and they, the chorus is kind of like uh, blue dabba dee dabba die in, in that vein. Uh, she said, I got a Republican doctor, yeah, made my ass great again, MAGA. And you, you very well know she believes in the fact that the vaccine causes uh, death because her, her cousin died after he got his his vaccine right is that what he's referring to well he became he became impotent or something like that yeah some stupid shit like that yeah. although yeah although there was no reports or anything found right yeah and it's Un- like wait unfounded, a minute yeah. wait a minute yeah yeah because it did make sense it's like he took it before his wedding and was impotent or something like that it's like wait a minute uh he's having premarital sex <laughs> It's kind of like those uh, people who convince their their spouses that or their partners that they got uh, chlamydia from sitting on a tractor seat. All right, keep going. Uh, number nine, Snoop Dogg. Into so this is all time, not just because of raps from this year. Okay, all right, all right, I get that. All right, yeah, no controversy here. See, Maga. What's going on with him? <laughs> he's anything but MAGA. He's fucking smoking weed uh, right before he's on set at the Super Bowl. He is. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Drake. Yeah, I mean, you cannot deny Drake. As far as... If you're a hater because he's he ghostwrites and he, he, or he has ghostwriters, sure, you can hit him all you want, but... His record sales are fucking outnumbering yours. Hard. Mm-hmm. And, hey, hey, and he, he oh. performs those raps flawlessly. 
Oh yeah, he's a good showman. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, Little Wayne. Ooh, Little Wayne, very nice, very nice. I I do like Weezy a, a Millie. <laughs> Weezy. Hold on a second. Oh geez. Can't pronounce um, the name. The no, the notorious Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> is that his name now? The no- notorious Biggie Smalls. You imagine his name? Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls. Right. Frank Wright. King of New York. He's number six. King's finest. Uh, I might yeah. have him. I might have him in the top three, man. I might. I might. All right. I'm not hating on the top ten or even top six, but I think he's a little bit higher just because of his. Maybe he doesn't have the longevity, obviously, because he he got shot but um yeah i just think his uh you know he was set up <laughs> he was yes I, I i agree with that all right who's next number five amen okay all right i i, I have him on top five too i think eminem is fucking fabulous man the speed and maybe uh, as he gets older and keeps performing maybe he might add or you know jump higher on the the billboard list word um number four tupac shakur Mm, i'd have eminem over tupac i do like tupac i think he's very evocative and very um he's a very good I don't want to say this. He's he's kind of like, and I've heard this before on other hip hop MCs have said this. He's kind of like the rap evangelist, but I think I think Eminem's better than Tupac. I really do. I, I think his his rhyme styles and his uh, speed is better than Tupac. So I'll say that. How do you uh, do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about Tupac Eminem's pairings here? Or his uh, th- their rankings. I agree, but I think for me the 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 kind of flaw with Tupac is uh, he's got like the same four or five themes of his songs. <laughs> Not as much as a uh, uh, too short. <laughs> he he don't use James Brown. I don't I don't know if you knew that. I heard about that. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Um, let's see. That brings us to number three. Nas. All right. All right. I do like Nas. I think uh, a lot of it, or some of his earlier rhymes are problematic these days. Um, I, I, I think he's in the top 10. I don't think he's, I, th- I don't think he should be this high. I think both, Tupac and Eminem are better than Nas. How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, see, Nas is... Uh, I guess just catalog-wise, you got to look at, at overall length of work, and I think that that kind of justifies Nas up here mm-hmm. as, as far as sales, as far as long as he's been doing it, and actual... You know, um, talent. Yeah, it's hard to 
it it's splitting hairs. You know, it maybe he's not just um, everyone's flavor. However, uh, I, I don't have a problem with this. I mean, he, I I think he is that talented. He is, yeah, he's talented. I I just don't think he realizes the potential of his talent. Yeah, and, that's true. And then you know, kind of, uh, you know, he's been doing a long time, like a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of these guys. It, it it's kind of hard to reinvent yourself. It is at the yeah. street level because he's not he's not he's not a street level guy no more. Yeah, but but Eminem has been been able to reinvent himself. So that's why I I would put him over Nas. Okay, I, I, I get that. But that that's just my own personal opinion. So, all right, let, let's keep going. One, two. Oh wait, should I do number one? Because if I say number two, you're gonna know who number one is. Uh, maybe not. Number one, you might not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is it, is it Krispy Kreme? No. <laughs> you're afraid of the dark you smell like a fart like that that's a the greatest rap lyric i've ever heard <laughs> all right <laughs> say two then one because there could be so many all right two is kendrick lamar oh wow that that, that surprises all right i like it I, but I, I do like it a lot man I know he, I didn't like to pip a butterfly, but I know that has been lauded as his one of his best albums. I like Mad CD better, but even then, I even liked oh. his his latest one even better than to pimp butterfly. But a lot of hip hop uh, people do love uh, to pimp butterfly. Yeah, and then damn. Oh damn, yeah, yeah. The, the poster for damn. Yeah. Oh shit, damn was so fucking good, man. Damn was good, man. Wow. Damn, that was damn good. God. <laughs> God damn that DJ. <laughs> Not DJ, MC. Damn, God damn that MC made my day. All right. I agree. And plus, he's got, he's still, I don't think he's realized his, his apex yet. I think he still has an apex. Even those three albums we named, I think, I think he still has something better in him. Oh, I, I, I think yeah, he's he's still got a lot more opportunity to to mm-hmm. do stuff. Yep. All right, who's number one? Easy. Ah. Hmm. I want to push back a little. I do like Jay Z. I think uh, his rhymes are good. They're great. They're in the top ten for sure. But man. Hmm. I think, uh, I just don't think he's, I think he's on level. I think he's a little bit too more, I think he's a little bit more pop than he used to be. You know, I'll say it. I I do like Jay-Z. I love his songs, but I think he's too pop to be number one. I think, I really do think he's too pop. How do you feel about it? I get that too. Yeah, Yeah, I get that too. I think a lot of it is kind of like, um, he's more... He's more known for his legacy now than his actual, um, what do I want to say, newer yeah. works. Yeah. Because even then, when's the last time he came out with an album? Mm-hmm. Was it that 444? I mean, that's been yeah. it too. Yeah, and that was like his apology album to Beyonce for cheating on him with Becky with the long hair. 
or good hair or whatever. <laughs> ah, anyway. All right. Uh, you know, I can't hate too much on it. I, I love all the rappers, so I can't hate too much, but I disagree a little bit. Who would your number one rapper be right now? Right now, as we stand, uh, you know, total work and even current um, production. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say. It is. I'll tell you mine. Like, there, there's no question right now. Eminem. Like, yeah, I would say. I mean, if there was someone I want to see in concert, it's Eminem. Yeah. Oh, that that, that, that um, that's even better. Like, yeah, who would you want to see in concert? Yeah, it would be him. I want to see him perform Godzilla live and rap God. Yeah, that's the thing. I wonder if he can't do it live. Not not to knock him or his talent, mm -hmm. but that that's hard to do live. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, I I want to see Fifty Cent live. I never seen him live. Oh, um, I mean, Seventy Five Cent. Yes, I I think his tour is gonna be uh. So it's supposed to be, it's, it's called the last lap tour. So it's, I, I don't know if he's going to perform again after this. I, I'm pretty sure he will, but um, to what extent, you know? Yeah. All right, cool, man. Um, But no, I've seen Nas, I've seen Jay-Z, mm -hmm. seen Snoop tons of times, seen Ice Cube tons of times, seen T-Shorts tons of times. Oh, I have, I've never seen Ice Cube. I'd like to see him. Yeah. Oh. Um, seen, you know, I seen Outcast. I think. Seen Wu Tang. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I've seen a lot of people. Yeah. You seen Talib? What's his name now? Yes. No, you're thinking Yasin Bey. Oh, Yasin Bey, yeah, most def, yeah, yeah. You've seen him. I haven't, I, I, was he there at that uh, Rock the Bells we went to? I think he yeah. was right was he on the side stage yeah no no he was on the main stage oh okay all right yeah the the one uh with rage yeah we uh we he was on set when we when we got up there when we pulled up right wasn't like uh nas and kanye on the side stage right i don't think kanye was there that year all right that dude that was cypress hill yeah, Cypressil. Yeah, Public Enemy. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking great, man. Then, then Wu Tang, and then, and then Rage. Yeah, that was epic concert, man. Rock the bells. Who'd have thought that 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 was one of the best Rock the bells? Oh yeah. All right, man. Um, how's your beard treating you? Good. Good. I had to restrain myself from killing it. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm almost done with mine too. Uh, we're gonna. Rate our beers on untapped right now. Um, would you have a? I forget. I had beach snack from Ultima. Oh, that's beer right. Works. Yeah. Beach. Oh, there it is. Beach snack, Ultima beer works. Uh, Japanese lager. Japanese rice lager. They they put this. What would you like to rate this? None of our friends have rated it. Would you? What would you like to rate it at? I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a four, for being a rice lager. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how many more they're out there, but this one's this one's legit. I mean, you know they said the beach snack. It's a nice hot day beer, and mm -hmm. it definitely is. Uh, what what notes would you like to leave? Uh, crisp, refreshing. All right, and sweet. Chris. Oh, all right. 
I thought that was it. Uh, crisp, refreshing, and sweet. Save and check in. Uh, so I had by Lake Pleasant their Hopsy Wopsy. Still not a big fan of the name, but it is a really good beer. I like it. I'm going to give it a 4.1 Hop C Wop C. Oh, who would have thought? That's the only name. <laughs> That's the only name that comes up. Of course. Of course it would be. Uh, none of our friends have rated right now. is an overall rating of 4.26. I gave it a 4.1. And I'm going to say it is... Um, fluffy and sweet. So this is like fluffy and sweet as you would think a, a milkshake IPA should be. But it's not a milkshake IPA. So the fact that they were able to pull this off... Um, Without being a milkshake IPA, excellent, excellent beer. Um, real quick before we get out of here, the uh, um, NBA or no NBA, the MLB All Star Game is coming up. Um, they have not announced as we record the show. They have not announced the the lineups. But um, who do you like, the American League or the National League? Uh, still an A's fan, so American League. Oh, okay. Uh, which A's, uh, which athletics do you think will make the team? All of them. <laughs> All right. Then why move the team then? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I, uh, I think good. Go? All right. You, you would know more than me. Uh, I have no idea. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was from, uh, uh, Seinfeld, the kid. Who's your favorite chess player? Oh, <laughs> you mean you, you talk about the C student? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not doing too much, not falling behind. Yeah. Right, that meaty. Uh, two of the Giants have already been named us, uh, the, the All-Star team. The, the closer, Duval, and then uh, Cobb. Um, Cobb is uh, this, he's starting on the uh, for the Giants, but um, he probably, if he gets ever called in, he'll be like a middle reliever. So he's been doing well. Dude, speaking of baseball, did you see what that Ellie De La Cruz did today? Well, he's still home. No, no, not just stole home. He stole second, third, and home in the same inning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, that guy is fucking unreal, man. If I, I don't hey, know, you want to hear some? You yeah. want to hear something crazy? Uh huh. You hear about his twin brother? He's got a twin. Yeah. No. The, the, they're fraternal friends. They're, oh, okay. they're fraternal twins. Yeah. So that Ellie guy, he's like six four, six five. Uh huh. His brother is like five eight. No shit. Yeah. What's he do? Uh, not that. <laughs> Flip hamburgers and, and fry french fries? Oh, I don't know about that. He's too young. <laughs> no, they, yeah, yeah, this guy is fucking unreal, man. This guy might be... He, he might be the next next best, best thing for, for, American, for American baseball. 
cool. Yeah, keep your eye on him. All right, man. Anything, anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Yeah. Cool. We're good. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear no matter who you are.